You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 238 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Shane, how's it going? How was your Thanksgiving, man? It was good. Yeah? It, it wasn't that bad. Really? Usually those things are painful, right? A lot of times, yes. I mean, you got to sit and listen to... I got, I, got so a, so. I got a question for you about the prayer. Okay. The, the, the Thanksgiving prayer, because, mm-hmm. you know, everyone does a prayer. Yeah. Whether you believe, you don't believe, or what, it, it, besides the point, why does <laughs> everyone talk under their breath? Like, like, I, like, I feel spit like spit it out. I okay. let everybody hear it. If you're there at the front of the table, you're going, look at me. Here's why. Look at me. I'm the guy that's doing the freaking prayer. Here's why. Because the Lord can hear you. Even if you whisper. Yeah. Everyone at the, the table Lord. needs to hear it too. <laughs> I don't know. That's a, I'm that's sitting a great there, question. I'm sitting there and it's just like, <sighs> is he old? Is this person old? I assume no, it was. Well, yeah, he's an elderly man, but it's yeah. like, come on, spit it out. I would be going, dear Lord, <laughs> we are gathered here today. Well, you know, you, you'll get your chance. You know, as you get older, as you become more senior level right? in the family, you will get your chance. <laughs> and then the you devil can do is playing the motherfucking fool, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's just, I feel it's like just, it's a. I, I mean, I don't have an answer for you because. And you're smelling that deliciousness of the turkey and the stuffing and the taters and the and the and the. And the here, all I that figured stuff it out. And you're just like, dude, spit it out real quick. Like, I'll tell you why. Because old people, right? Their sense of smell and their uh, taste buds are not what they used to be, so they don't know, and so they're so right. they, they get kind of resentful for the youngins. Who can are the, sitting there waiting, so they want to make you suffer for a long time. The dude that's doing the prayer, though, is the guy that's going to carve up the turkey, too. Uh, oh. So it's like, come on, man, and, <laughs> and, and let me at least hear what you're saying. I know you didn't prepare for it. You didn't, you know, go over some notes on a tablet. No, I mean, you got to... You just, you Daddy, got... we're ready now. Okay. And mm-hmm. I was going to start with four score and seven years ago. Okay. <laughs> you know, we had, uh, we had Jen's family over here. And it was nice. Her her mom, her dad, her brother, and uh, or sorry, her sister and her and her brother in law and their two kids. We had it in this little place. Yeah, eight people total. Jen made wonderful food, delicious, great, amazing food. That's great. The only problem is they came over about four, and I was hoping to get rid of them by seven because Joe Bob Briggs is uh, no. Yeah, they didn't get out. They didn't get out till like ten. But ten. What, yeah, but what oh, like nine thirty, ten or something like that. But I turned it on in here. They were all out there. I kind of would. I, I turned it up a bit so I would like walk in when I heard because I'd seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre a hundred times. I don't right. even watch him. Every time I saw him come on or heard him come on, I'd run back and just kind of sit and watch for a minute and then go back or whatever. The hard part was those little kids kept trying to like they wanted they, to get, they heard the screaming and the blood and they, again, they kept, they kept they trying to, to get into the no no room. That's what I'm saying. That's why that there should be. A, I mean, there is an unwritten law, but these kids. I mean, they're not. I'm not that familiar with the kids, and they're not that familiar with me. So it's like, oh, that my, could have turned into something. 
if the, if if daddy comes in and you're like, yeah, kids, sit down because you know what, you're leaving uh, <laughs> sooner than later. You're leaving. Listen, I here's, wish I could have just here's said, all right, face, uh, you know, hanging someone on a hook or whatever. Uh, yep. Then dad comes in and Thanksgiving ruined because he's going to go. How dare you? Ah, no, their their parents are cool. I mean, the kids' parents. Uh, oh, Ember. Uh, Sorry, Jenny's. Wow. So you should have Jenny's been, sister. You should have invited them all in and said, "Hey, yeah, I'm watching not, Joe." They're Bob. not that cool. Plus, I don't. You know how clean this room usually is. I wanted to keep it that way. No people can come in here unless you know you're going to. It is very clean. I will say that. Well, it's because it's my little. It's my little sanctuary. Man. And I have ran my fingers across just checking for dust. A and few you, times. you didn't find anything Nothing. because I dust it once a week. And I always go, "Damn it!" Because <laughs> you're you know. mad. But speaking of that Joe Bob thing, it was actually really great. Uh, it went, it started at 7 p.m. here and it went till five, about a quarter to 5 a.m. I stayed up for the whole thing. Wow. Stayed up for the whole thing. It was great. They played uh, Text Chainsaw Massacre, The Hills Have Eyes, Dead or Alive from 1999, which is a Takashi Mika. And I hadn't seen this one before. Oh, wow. It was bizarre. And then they played Blood Rage, which is the only, according to Joe Bob, the only Thanksgiving, actual Thanksgiving movie. And then he also explained why Thanksgiving doesn't count. Right. Anyway, whatever. Because uh, no, that's just a turkey that kills. I guess. I, I to be honest with you, I haven't seen You've it. Never seen Thanks Killing. Yeah, I don't, thanks, well, it looks kind of. It looks, it looks kind of. Uh, it's yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah. And it's I'm just a gonna. turkey that kills people. Spoiler alert. Oh, oh, I assume you can tell that from the cover. I don't know if that's much of. a I don't spoiler. even think they even like start out in a Thanksgiving situation. It's just a it's turkey. Just, yeah. So this could just be Mad Turkey goes crazy. Yeah, Mad Turkey movie. No, whatever. I mean, I'm not saying I don't want to watch or anything. I'm just saying I haven't yet. But there you go. This episode, we're going to be talking about the Crimson Ghosts and their brand new one. We haven't heard of these guys for eight years, 2010. Eight years. Generation Gore, which ooh, is a masterpiece, yeah. of course. And uh, they're, they're- From Germania. Your home, from home my country. People, my people. Big, heavy set German men making great. Who, uh, or who, not who great. That, you don't know uh, that. Who does that remind you of? Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not so heavy set anymore, oh, but I, I, you're yeah. German and you're and you could easily join that band and just be like, "Hello. Are we going to do uh, you know, some uh Bush? I'll sit on the you, know, you know, if you I'll guys need a break, stool. I'll play glycerin yeah. and I'll get all the chicks involved. That's what we'll do." That's what Germans <laughs> they they need to bring you over there and just say <laughs> in the middle of the set, "Here's my cadaver. Yeah. He's going to do glycerin by by Bush." Yeah. Those, I'll do it. Those crazy Germans would love it. I could totally of it. still play that after 20 some odd years because it's literally one power chord. You just got to get the right uh you know, emotion. No, I, I, well, of course, emotion. Yeah. I feel like that's why it's so simple to play on the guitar because you got to focus on your emotions. You can't. Absolutely. You cannot mess around with Could that. Could have made it easier on you. Oh, man. You know, he's talking about some stuff there. I might be your skin. Yeah. I'm sinking in. Oh, yeah, I, I could do that right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm already melting in my chair. You oh. need to go to Germany. Let's get oh, a hold I would, of the Crimson Ghosts and say, uh, we've got an opening act for you. I'll be your. He plays one song and I'll it's about your, two and a half minutes, but he doesn't need anything set up, just his acoustic guitar. I'll sell your T-shirts. Oh my gosh, that move that's over. That's a deal. Move over, Nimvind. Oh, I don't know. Move over, Blitz Kid. I mean, let's be real. They're close, but I mean, not quite glycerin. But they're super close, and I don't right. want them to move over. You know, come on. Yeah, that'd be that'd be upset. There's plenty of room for everybody. Their their new album's called Yet Not Human, and it's only been out for a few months, and I hadn't heard about it until you met. Pardon me, until you mentioned it. And I didn't know it was out until I peekabooed. I went, man, yeah. I want to listen to some Crimson Ghosts. Oh, yeah. 
And then I went, holy shit, 2018. Ding really? Dong. Yeah. We did them on an old episode. We did Generation Gore on uh, like, oh, I don't know, 100 and something. I don't know. Yeah. 48. Yeah. I feel and like I, I, I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't I write think, it down. I think 48 we, or something. I think we've done two albums. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I only saw one. Maybe, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I felt like that we did. Yeah. But, but it's nice to get them back, and we, we're getting a new Rosedales on uh, next year, early next year. So that's see, good. I love those guys this is, too. So. It's just like it, it's it's all they're bringing us back to the good old days, yeah. man. Okay, horror punk. These guys make no bones about it. The Crimson Ghosts, via horror zip punk. You see, is the dictionary under horror punk? You see us, right? That wasn't as good of an accent as yours was, but we're also talking about Silent Night. From 2012, which is, I, I mean, they say it's kind of a remake from the original, but we did the original. Yes. A long, long time ago. Clearly, yes. And this is not anything like that. No. There's a few, there's a few, we'll talk about the similarities, but See. same, completely different movie. Completely. Yeah, I, I had no clue that they, Silent Night, I said, okay, but when the movie started, I went, no, this is got really basically got nothing to do with it other than There's homage. a few like, yeah, there's, yeah, exactly. They have a few callbacks or homages to the original, but that's it. And uh, no, this is, uh, I just figure since this will come out on December 1st or 2nd, right. that we're starting our Christmas time stuff. Start it up, baby. That's what I'm saying. We're doing it. I was, I'm so pumped. I even watched that Kurt Russell Christmas movie last night. Where are you, Santa Claus? Oh. It's very heartwarming. It's on Netflix. Is it? Yeah. Is it new? It's brand Kurt, new. Kurt Russell, is Goldie Hawn in it? Well, that's a spoiler, so I will not say oh, yes okay. or no. All right, because they're they're in love. They've, of course, we been, all know they're ma- in love. They've been making love for many years. Mm-hmm. They've been making love to nobody else at all. Yeah, anyway. I mean they're <laughs> just right after that movie where they were on the boat. What was that? Overboard. Called? Yeah. Yep. They fell in love really? and they're like, man, that let's long? just that was, that's let's been just, a long let's time. just fucking bang each other forever. <laughs> what do you say, baby? Oh, that's good news, man. Uh, I do have now that I, I don't have this in my notes, but something just popped into my head. Uh-huh. For those of you around Salt Lake City area, there is something new coming in January. Oh, my heavens. Potentially the third week in January. There is going to be the Corpse Collective Presents Horror Trivia Nights at the Touche Tavern. The Touche Tavern? Where the hell is that? It's oh. the old dog dog pound. I I just saw that today on on uh, State Row. State, yeah, State 35th Street. and State or something like that. And I saw it. I said Touche Tavern. Yeah, that was literally the, so, just yeah. today. We went there last night, and talked to the lady, and we're going to get it going. So it should be pretty fun. And when is it? Well, we're not sure yet. What once we, a month. It's going to be once a month, uh, not on Trash Nights, right? Because that's my that's me and Jenny's that's monthly Bruvies. ritual at Bruvies. But then we're thinking about maybe the third week of every month. Just do it once, you know. I mean, it'll just be a good time. I'm going to try to see figure out how to film it for the uh, yes for the. Uh, premium channel yes which by the way is free premium.corpsecollective.net go watch it you know what you could do which i've noticed people do what is but it'd be it'd be tough because they'd have to be paying attention but i've seen this done mm-hmm. at concerts what? where they use their phone to film the thing uh-huh. and then all that film is taken and edited together oh that'd be a pain in the ass yeah. <laughs> oh my that's, gosh that's a fucking nightmare no no, no yeah, i've seen that too like like uh but the but the sound yeah is the all the is one from, yeah it's, it's all from the board or whatever the microphone because you're gonna have a microphone to oh go, yeah yeah is the answer freddy krueger no, no i'll be like how many bottoms were in the movie rotten bottom 
My God. Never seen Rottenbottom? You're going to say it with an English accent like that? Rottenbottom. Oh, I say. <laughs> no. But no, but so just, just but put that put that in your back pocket. If you're in Salt Lake, we're going to start doing that. Obviously, we'll, we'll when there's more details, we'll let you guys know. And it'll, it should be fun. We're just going to give it a I'll shot and do it. I'll go down for that. It's all, yeah. Uh, hopefully, I mean, uh, we'll maybe do it on Wednesday night. So it's like, you don't I, have to, that's what I'm saying. That's my, that's my good night. And Wednesday's perfect for for me. It's right in the middle of the week. As long as I get home and in bed by midnight, it's fine. Yeah, not a chance of that. No, that will be a chance. Not a chance in hell. We'll start like at eight thirty or eight o'clock, and we'll go for. It's not going to go for four hours. Well, you never know. That's true. I guess I don't. But we'll 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 live. We'll learn. I feel like Alanis Morissette sang a song like that. When have you ever done anything in your life where I where you go? As long as I'm in bed by midnight. Yeah. Every every month at Brewies, oh, <laughs> that's what we do. I'm I'm growing up. I'm growing up. I'm becoming more all right. mature. You know, all right. Try not to go out as much during the weekdays, like at all. We only go to Brewies Trash Night anymore, but uh, right. just so you know, I've never done it. It's I, oh, I gotta do this. Yeah, but I you won't have this. to because you don't have to work that day. That's true. So there you go. So I can just scream, "You're a fucking pussy, Mike." That would hurt my feelings. I don't like. I don't Why do like you want to go home? So, so I get hammered, dude. Wednesday night at the at the yeah oh dude I'll be throwing shit at you, you <laughs> motherfucker yeah, yeah 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 every time anybody leaves early that's what everyone else does yeah you they, going home broken bottles yeah it's nightmare why who's got that knife let's cut it I don't know why people treat people who they want to stay longer so poorly when mm-hmm. they just want to go home early that is bizarre to that me. is very true it's a bizarre thing that I do not understand anyway why don't we do this. Do you have anything, by the way? I've been talking a lot. You you good I, to go? I, no, I share some I, feelings. I, no, I've got nothing. Okay, I just I just want to make I, sure that- I'm always an empty canvas, and yet again, I'm just an em- empty canvas. <laughs> you know what? You know what? The empty canvas. You're a metaphor. You have ultimate potential, right? And and, and beauty will just be drawn oh, like upon that. you. My God. That's why. That's why. That's will who you, you are. Will you do my eulogy? Yes, I will. I mean, not Shane was a blank canvas. And that's all. <laughs> and no, and I'll 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 tell the story one time about how Rosedale saved your life. Yes. And then that's it. And also, if you have a blank canvas and you and you ask the people to cut their hands deep and, and wide and then, and then put their <laughs> and smear blood. We'll bury and then go ahead you. and drip it all over his his corpse. Mm, man, too. weird. We, we love that. Too. That would be a bizarre, that would be I feel like I wouldn't be able to I do I would dry heave, I feel like if I yeah. saw that happen, to be honest with you. All right. Question of the episode. We do this every single episode. Shane, why don't you explain to the folks? You haven't done this in a while. We haven't explained what the question of the episode is. Uh, What was the question of the episode? Well, what we do is we ask you to call in and we give you plenty of hints all over the internet with Twitter and Instagram and everything else with the number 385-351-9273. And we ask you a question of the episode in which... You call in the next time, right? You call in. You call it in. And then we play it on the show. The, the number you call will go directly to voicemail. You say it there, and then we'll play it. And I still haven't changed the voicemail message. It right. says, hi, this is Mike. Leave a message. But that's just me. That's the bone just, phone. Just I, please I'll get on change it. that I'll get because on some people go, oh. I mean, even especially if it sounds like, hi, this is Mike. No, I don't do You're that. You're like, oh shit, I'm hanging up. That was a guy that answered. <laughs> yeah, that happened today. We had a we had a person who hadn't called in in a while who called back in, 
and this person was like, oh, I hope this is the bone phone or I'm leaving. We get that. I it's I will do it. I'll We're do very it. excited every time we hear you call in and we love it. It's my favorite part of the show. I've said this for years. For years. Uh, so what was the question of the episode? The question was, uh, what item from a horror movie set or, you know, some kind of paraphernalia that was on a movie or in a movie would you love to have in your collection in your home? That's yeah. a pretty easy one, I feel like. Pretty good one. We did get a lot of calls, so why don't we get right into those? Excellent. All right, first up, we got Ty or Die. Ty or hey, Die. Hey, what's going on this week? This is Ty. Um, to answer your question for the week, what item of a horror movie set would you love to have in your collection? I think with being a big Saw fan, oh. I got two tattoos of them. Oh, I actually have a nice. big Saw face tattooed on my leg. It's pretty gnarly. Uh, I would have to go something from Saw with that. It would probably be the head trap that they had in the very first movie. Nice. Yeah, that was that's on the good. Girl. Uh, oh, apparently he got cut off. He wasn't quite done, but that's, but that's, but that's all we he, got. Did he? He didn't call back. No, he didn't call back. He probably didn't know he was cut off. But here's the thing. Let me. That's good. Do you Ty, know, that is good. He so I might, he brought up the sauce. I might steal like, that. Well, you can't steal it because he already. Said oh. it. I'm just kidding. There's no rules. We I know, we never have any rules. But that's good. So here's the thing. So I'm I'm. I'm on like, you know, you're how you're on your, uh, your internet, uh, connections, you know, you're like in this group and stuff like that. People still give saw so much shit. The, the, yeah. the first three were fine, but I'm just like, you know, what? I love it all. Kiss my ass. I don't care. I, yeah, you can, maybe you can point out some plot hole stuff like that. Hello. Have you, but how advanced is that? Pl- is that fucking plot? Even when they're That's doing great. that latest movie going, uh, by the way, and you're going, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute, I, this I don't is care. pre, oh my heavens. There, it's, it's, the irony of this is, is so. It's a maze. It's like, oh, plot holes and it sucks, whatever. But the thing is, is I watch every horror movie I can get my hands on unless it looks obviously sucky. And few overall series are that entertaining or is that entertaining to me? I mean, I mean, obviously right. you've got the classic stuff like that, but especially in the last 20 years, there hasn't been anything as entertaining as a, I as, totally, a, as, a as a yeah. series to me than saw. I love I it. And you know what? I don't care. You can, you can get on your high horse and say why you don't like it and blah, blah, blah. And you're whatever, but it don't, that don't, it don't matter to me. It don't matter to me either. Sister. It's just, Oh my gosh. I, I, I love it all the way through. I don't give a, Two chits, what anyone says. <laughs> um, well, I also like Ghost, and everybody seems to want to shit on Ghost too. So well, it's that's like, because they've been out for a while. Now it's time to now it's time to poo, right? I think people are just mad mostly because they get lumped in with metal bands, and then they're wholly like, "Oh, I'm such a metal fan. This is not metal." Blah blah. It's like get over yourself. I enjoy the music. Listen, I listened to a lot of Peter Cetera this week, and a lot of uh, Brian Adams. Listen, they're not metal. I still like them. No, they're not metal for sure. You wanna, oh, how's it go? How's it go? But let's talk you about Peter Cetera and how kind of a big of a fucking ass he is was. Is he an ass? Why? Well, he was just, he kind of realized he was the star. So he went off? And he kind of- But he's got that voice. You know who else has a great voice? Christopher kinda, Cross. I've been listening to him too. Well, yeah, but city. So it's great stuff. I know, it's crazy- but it's true. I've been listening. Like, yeah. I, you know, sometimes at work, I just need to take down the stress level. Yeah. So I've got this playlist with Brian Adams, Christopher Cross, some Air Supply, Peter Dude, Cetera, I will tell stuff. you, you got a little Toto in that? I don't, but I should add it. Put in Rosanna. I should. If, if I could say, 
put in don't put in Africa. Everyone's no, going, I like oh, well, fucking. No, no, you can do that too. Song. You can do that too. It's even though it's Rosanna. kind of a meme now. You can still. It's great. Yeah. Rosanna. Get a little Toto uh, in your in your Peter Cetera, uh Chris playlist. Yes. Uh oh, Ricky just showed up, and that's. It's the worst when this guy shows up. No, it's not that. Anywho. <laughs> no, but good for you for loving Saw. You know? Mm-hmm. Stand stand tight. Stand tight. Stand tall. Don't let the man get you down. And do not ever, uh, you know, yeah, Saw is great. I don't care. I like them all. It's fun. So, guess who called in? Oh. Paul Gaultier. Oh, the Gaultieres. He hasn't called in in a little while. It's and been... Ricky comes in and like walks in like he didn't just shave his head and looks all clean up there and it's well, he's like not quite clean. Well, it's... but I mean it's cleaner than it usually is. He's keeping yeah. it tighter than normal. I can clearly see Iron where tight. things start and where things end. Well, uh, sure, you always can. It looks good. No, but it's 2018. You don't got to worry about it. Back in the 80s, you had to have a little bit out, and it looked like it made you look I loved old. It. Gallagher. Well, Gallagher was <laughs> a, get that a little hat on and yeah. party, man. <laughs> Anyhow, so we got the we got the Gutierrez up Gutierrez. here. Gutierrez. Is this still the bone phone number? <laughs> yes. Uh, anyways, um, I want that big missile bomb thing from the Devil's Backbone Ooh. right in the dead center of my backyard. That thing oh, was yeah. awesome. Wait, 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 wait. But it might have gone off at any moment. I mean, yeah, it's a great prop. It's a great thing. But wouldn't you be scared of it going off? Can I say something? Yeah. Uh, oh, of course. I, You're on a podcast. I want her. I want the devil. <laughs> yeah. Whatever she is. I don't remember. I don't remember. I haven't seen that movie in oh years. My like, I, really remember I want her. Either. I want her in my backyard. <sighs> Tell my wife. Shut up. I'm back here weed eating. <laughs> Leave me alone. At 2 a.m.? Right. Three in the morning? We At uh, three in the morning. At six in the morning. Do, do, do. And all the motherfuckers be singing. <laughs> Paul, it's great to hear from you again, man. It's been a little while, but it's great to hear your tones. And by the way, let's talk about some of Paul's art. Yes. His, his uh, what do you call that when you're, his little sculpture, clay, clay, clay things. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. I like all that stuff. He just did a new one on, uh, what's his name on Instagram? It's uh, creepy. Look it up. Oh, uh, spooky, creepy, cool. Spooky, creepy, cool. Check that shit out, dude. He does that shit. Uh, Did you see the ghost one? I did see the ghost one. Unbelievable. It was great. That's what I want in my house. That's not even a movie. That's not even a movie. Paul, call us back. Do you sell that (laughs) stuff, or do you have a do you have an Etsy account or something? The problem is, is I if I were him, I'd probably want to keep it all because he makes it one at a time, handmade, and it's not like you can. I mean, he probably maybe he sells. I don't know. But if sure, I was sure good at if I was good at art, I would keep it all for myself because it's like Jesus. You just sit there and bask in your glory. No, because look it's at a, how great I am. You're no, like a hoarder. No, whatever, Ricky. I'd, what you just barely <laughs> show up. You don't get to talk like that yet. No, but it's like. But I would make cool things that I want to look. There's more room on my walls for stuff. If somebody like little spots, you know, yeah. and I just want to fill it up with. If cool somebody stuff. told me, God, I give you a hundred dollars for that painting that you just did, I'd, I'd be say, like. Fucking a, pull it out. No, I'd be like my blood, sweat, Whip and tears, out. and passion. I'll take is not worth a hundred bucks. Uh, well, whatever. It, unless I was poor. Lars like, Ulrich in like in sells a painting for one point five yeah, million. Yeah, but he's, that guy is hollow inside. 
Exactly. He's hollow inside. All he does is just go. Okay. Honey, by the way, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to turn around and sprinkle shit all over this giant canvas. I'm not. By the way, I'm not saying that if you sell your art, your your whatever. I'm just saying to me, if I put that much work into it, it'd be hard to let it go. If it was, good, I think if you if could, it was I shitty, think if you could paint, you would think differently. Yeah, but the thing is, is I can't paint, so I can't think differently right now. Well, all right. So yeah, it's. Yeah. Well, well, no, we agree then. No, you're right. We but agree. We agree, but I kind of want to okay. kill you. <laughs> so that's weird. That's weird that yeah, we you're agree. You're already trying his patience. I still. <laughs> Anyhow, we got Alan up next. Here he is. Hey guys, wow. it's Alan. Uh, just giving you a call. Uh, this is a good weekend for me. Oh. Uh, I am going to see Ghost tonight. What? And also tomorrow, we are leaving down to go drive down to New Orleans for a week vacation so should be fun damn son uh, but for the question of the episode i would like to get the pumpkin head creature Ooh. i think that would be the, the interesting really cool to have creature. i love pumpkin he's head. got a big house he looks awesome and just to have that model you know, oh he's right house, that's awesome life size pretty sweet all right guys thanks oh Bye. cool i hope you had fun because i'm sure that uh you're all i don't know when did you call in oh you called in it's seven twenty-four this morning. Yes. So wow. He's, so he's, it's like nine twenty-four there. He's in Atlanta. right there, going hearing that guy go. How you doing? So right now he's like, it, 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 we got the new album. It's a pretty good. It's a very good. Is that how he talks? It kind of. I mean, I don't know. It's awesome though. But what, what are you then saying? Then he's going to Jambalaya Town. Yeah. Uh, I've always wanted little, to go there. Say hello to uh, Sean Yisseltz while I've, you're down there. I've been there once, and it was a bad experience, not because of the town, because of what I was dealing with. And that's a story for a different time, <laughs> and not online. Let's see. We got another call. I don't see a and name on it right online. here. Not online. Not online. But here we go. Here, Here is this. Is that for of... your Tumblr blog? Because I can't wait no, to my, fucking No, my Tumblr blog is, is it's, it's one word. My dick from different angles. And all it is, is oh guess God. what? It's pictures of my dick oh from my. different angles. Jesus Christ. Right. What That's is that all called? it is. Dick from dick, dick. No, my dick from different angles. Michael Cadaver's dick from different no, angles. No, what is no, this dot is, tumbler, no you dot never com? even see my face or anything. You don't know it's my cadaver's dick. All it is is my, is my dick from different angles. And it's that'd my, be funny if it was called that, but you had like an uncle named Richard. So it's just different pictures of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would, <laughs> that'd be the fucking biggest fucking Tumblr on, on the in the world. <laughs> uncle Dick. All right, I don't see a name, so here we go. Uh this actually, I think this is Redbeard. I got an eight hundred one number. Here he is. Mike, Shane, Bertie, fellow constituents, Little Richie, Red. Ah, uh, fuck, how do I fit all of this in a three-minute phone conversation? Well, talking that much isn't going to help. I don't know. We'll try. Do it. Do it. I don't know if you can hear the Sesame Street in the background. But I can. Yeah, the kids are watching Sesame Street. Do you guys think that after Abby Cadabby arrived, Emma developed kind of a fucking attitude? I don't even know what that is. The Sesame Street exactly. That's Max saying hello. Hey, um, that can't be. Yeah, the question. They have a week, character called uh, what, do, what do I want Abby Dabby. from a horror film? So the immediately, immediate answer popped in my head: Freddy's Glove, right? Piece yeah. Of cake. Um, then I was like, no, that's too basic. Ooh. And I'm no basic bitch. Oh. So I mean, Norman Bates's house, right? It's a house. 
because there's no rules, like you guys said. Oh, there's no rules. So Norman Bates' house, right? That's but yours. Here's the thing about old houses. A lot of electrical wiring oh, yeah. and plumbing yeah. problems. Too much work. Yeah. And at the end of the day, is it going to be worth it? <laughs> probably not. He's, he's going over his uh, so, not real estate. Uh, puzzle box from Hellraiser. Oh, that's a good one. Fucking puzzle box. I can get one from Amazon. Yeah, no, that's true. So, not one that worked. Not one no, you guess none of them worked. Angry By the way, none of them worked. There was like eight yeah. boxes for the different shots. Anyway, yeah, I, but uh, fucking Doug Bradley's not going to come shooting out and go, "Hey, I'll be." No, your no, best that's friend. what I mean by none of them work. They don't actually bring the Cenobites. What? What are you talking about, dude? You're saying that box in the movie doesn't work? It doesn't I mean, actually move. Is that what you're saying? Oh, I might. I don't know. I'm talking about. I've tried it, but you're hundreds saying, of times, and I, you know, I watch it and I put my thumb around the circle. And you Listen, caress the. I have I have the, the lament configuration yeah. uh, blanket right here where That's, I sit. Yeah, in the middle of that is a nipple, and you caress it, and you just caress. The, my problem is every time I start caressing it, a nipple, sorry, I, it always ends in me biting it. So a- it's like it never works. Areola, sorry, pardon my French. <laughs> you caress the areola, and then you <laughs> then you uh, touch the uh, yeah. nipple. Uh, Shane, like could a, you like a after ding dong doorbell, ding dong, and then do you just, Doug do you Bradley just, comes out and goes, "Man, leave me the fuck alone." <laughs> he was giving us a little lesson on how to caress the the uh, areola. The I feel like it was a ratio between areola to nipple caressing. I feel like you're the master of that. Well, maybe I just, you should give us some pointers. At sure, I gladly do that. Hmm. Yeah. Do you want to? I hear you, do, Ricky. Do will now? take off his shirt. And, sure. then, and then you can kind of show it on him sure. to me. It's all about the I'll thumb. I'll take pictures. It's, uh, it's all about the thumb. It'll be on the Instagram soon. The thumb, huh? It's about the thumb. Hmm. If you're caressing <laughs> the, the, the breast mm-hmm. and you just, and you're, you're lovely, you're rolling your fingers around the nipple across the areola. And you can see those little chicken bumps. Like you're playing an N64? Chicken bumps. <laughs> Feel those little <laughs> chicken bumps. They go, oh shit, <laughs> and the and the nipple gets erect. You know you're oh in for a good gosh. time. You know what you're doing. You know that there's oh something. My gosh. And what does that alert you to? Something going down south too. Mm-mm. Like what? Some jambalaya is cooking down. Yeah, that doesn't sound. Damn good. it! All right, here we go. Back to back to Joe. The background. All right. So, my final answer on this one. Yeah. The chainsaw from Texas Chainsaw Three Leatherface. No, oh, that big long one. piece. Right. The... It's cool, right? Yeah, all right. So yeah. that is my answer. Right we'll on. Take and, it. Um, yeah. So uh, that is the answer I am giving. The chainsaw. <laughs> He's going with it. Texas Amen. Chainsaw Three. Is that your final answer? Um. So He's coming good. up this weekend is the uh, the uh. uh SEC playoff between uh, Georgia Bulldogs Ugh. and uh, my beloved Alabama. Oh, Crimson Alabama. Oh, and, uh, oh, what? Isn't Utah playing Cancer may have killed Utah's my father, right who was a Bulldogs oh. fan. But oh, well. this uh, weekend, my roll tide is going to kill his Bulldogs. So oh. I win again. Going to kill his All right, Wow. Like See y'all later. Wow. By the way, wow. By the way, you know what I'm glad about the football thing? 
that nobody called to talk shit to me about the BYU Utah game because that that broke my that broke my whole spirit. Other than Ricky, he sent you that text message going. Well, what was and what did I say? What did I say? I said, you "Fuck said, you, Ricky." Why did you? And say, I meant it. Oh my heavens! Wait, didn't they F- lose you. again yesterday? Who BYU? Effing. Yeah. No, they didn't play. Oh. No, I was I was so hurt by that game, like my spirit was broken. I'm finally a broken man. I did not know they lost. Until he sent that message, <laughs> you know what's funny. Oh. So Ricky, Ricky sends it, and then you sent a you sent a message being like, I can't remember. I don't. You don't know die, what you're die, getting die. into. Yeah, you are fucking pushing it. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what it was. you are in for it. You are in for it. I think uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. It took me a few days to get over that one. It like I I was so butthurt about that that I didn't even want to deal with anybody. I don't get butthurt that often, but BYU sports, being a BYU fan, is painful. It you know what it gives you. It just oh you it I gives you other things to look good at is the building up of it going we're gonna kill them yeah we're gonna get it we're gonna fucking take it and then when you don't get that and you're like oh and no, you're no. up at half no time. do you know what the irony is do you know what the irony is shut the fuck up Ricky <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you sorry jeez I'm serious okay. you're pissing me off That's you're three times good. his size I know you're just I, maybe even four but here's the thing so here's the thing you know what I love about Ute fans they're all shitheads. Okay, that's true. Because let me tell you one reason. Except for my boss, my boss is actually a pretty big Ute fan, but he's really cool about it because he still kind of likes your BYU. Motherfucking boss. No, he's actually he he's, he's, no, check. he's actually really cool, dude. He's actually really cool. Dude. Right. But most Utah fans are like this: they won't say anything up until the game. They won't say anything to me up until the game. Once I lose, that's when they decide to show up and just shit on me when I'm down. You know, and it's like you know what? So they don't bring the fire before the right. game. Going, no, they're just like I'll see you oh, later, little Mike dumb is dumb. sad. Mike is sad. Let's just kick him while he's down. That's what they do. And those guys can S a D. That's why I'm not a Utes fan, even though I graduated from the University of Utah. They can S a D. Because they're dicks. Okay? They're Ds. So you can... They can S a D and A of a D. And And L my A. L my A. You are gone. M-I-A. Big time. Bitch. (laughs) Big time. All right. We got to... Let's get... Sorry. I'm I'm getting a little... Honestly, I'm getting a little mad right now. I can see you sweating a little. I'm just... Let's just calm it down about football. But we got our... uh, We got our... uh, Let's see. Oh, this is uh, just Julia. Here she is. Oh, heavens. She, You know what? She she said, I still love you even though I, I said this message. I'm like, oh, am I in trouble? Oh, boy. I'm like, I don't know, but we'll have to wait and see. I've been uh, intrigued all day. Uh-oh. Mike, Shane, Lil Ricky. Hey. It's <laughs> just Julia calling in for the next episode. Ah, I was trying so hard not to call in because I really didn't want to overstay my welcome. You're, but, but whoa. Mike, you called me out. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, that is a logical fallacy. We always want you to call in. You've never worn More out your merrier. welcome. No, come on. Every time. It makes me happy when you call. Yeah. It really does. Like, you know. It's, You're welcome it's to call in every single episode. And you know what? If people don't like it, they can S a D and L my A B T. <laughs> all right? There you go. On this last episode. I called around, her out. Uh, Apparently. I don't oh, gosh. Uh, the 127 mark when dear little Ricky is asking, who's Jimmy Stewart? Ugh. And it kind of, kind of. Crushed my heart a little He's bit. He's an asshole. I wouldn't know who Jimmy Stewart is and is on a horror podcast about movies in general. But wait, Ricky is the guy who's here to learn. Okay, we d- he he likes. I only All dabble. I remember about I, that, I, I, I really dabble. butchered my. Yeah, yeah, you say it's a nice uh, a mushroom cloud. How is that? How's that butchering? That's perfect. Well, I butchered it last time. <laughs> oh, that was great this time. 
It's the uh, oh, what's that, two weeks ago. What's that naked the... lady doing over there? And I'm looking. Uh, through, I feel like through, if Jimmy through, Stewart through, was through, on through, the Family Guy, through, that's the voice the that he window. would have. <laughs> I'm in my w- 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 wheelchair, and I'm I'm seeing a, a naked lady over there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's like Family Guy version of uh, Jimmy Stewart, but it's yeah. great. It's great. Rather so, than go that route and get all snarky and wicky, I love you too. <laughs> I am going to introduce everyone to the brand new Wrecked Roomies Drinking Game. Oh, the Wrecked Roomies like Drinking this. Game. Oh, dear. When listening to an episode, everybody, you take one shot when Ricky is right. Oh, you won't even barely. You'll never one drink. Minute, one hour, seven minute mark when oh. it came to spelling crescendo. Crescendo? Mike said C-R-E-S-H-C-E-N-D-O. That's wrong. With utter confidence, and he's wrong. There is no H. Wait, 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 wait. So she's saying, wait, what What time, what time, here's the thing, because the the later on in the day, the more likely I am to misspell things. Let's put oh, it that way. Oh, I will. But I thought she was talking about Ricky. No, no, no. She said every time Ricky is right to take a shot, apparently I didn't spell crescendo and right. Okay. And I, I said it and you probably wrong. did it. Yeah, whatever. And you said it was wrong. But yeah. I probably, I pro- if she said you did it with confidence, that's just what I do. That's how I do it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right it doesn't matter if you. If you All right, I'm liking this game. Okay, so every it, time Ricky's right. So okay, in an episode. So you, you would have had one. You would have yeah, had one shot. I hope she has more rules. Uh, well, I hope so. She's got. There's still over a minute in yeah. the in the thing, but you would have one shot. Through the run of the corpse cast right, since right, Ricky's right. been into it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> nah, just, kidding, just kidding. And Ricky was right. So, okay, everybody, take one. I'm out. Next time you take a shot is whenever Mike or Shane are wrong but are utterly confident. <laughs> the incident, no, that happens. As right. in. But how will uh, we know if. Mike we're responding profoundly, it's a uh, rear view window. Well, it's rear window, but you were utterly confident. And, and well, right. Okay, so you've got to realize half the battle. In life, is you don't do like my football coach called me. He said, "If you're gonna mess up, do it 100. percent Do it well. Do it 100. Marilyn Manson or uh, Charles Manson said that too. So said, if you're gonna do something good, my, leave my something football with coach you. was also a sociopath. So yeah, I feel like was this Pee Wee? I was high school. Oh. So I mean, it was in '94. <laughs> Jeez, but uh, yeah. So it's like, all right, let's no, you do out. it. You do it. You yeah. do it with confidence. Making that statement. Uh, and then it's also. By the way, "Rearview Window" is a song by uh, uh, Pearl Jam. Oh, is it? Rearview Mirror. Oh, it's Rearview Mirror. Never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about at all. Uh, who's Vincent D'Onofrio? And Shane's going. Um, he, he's from Men at Work. He's uh, Men from Mars. Um, Men in Black too. Uh, again, with utter confidence, completely wrong. Wait, he was in the Take first a shot one. Then. He was the first then one. Then, when Little Ricky asks, "Who's blank?" Take a shot. Doesn't matter who <laughs> there the person we go. is. Just That's take a, a shot one. whenever he asks. <laughs> who is anything? That's a good one. When the person he's asking about is either A, an Academy Award winner, a la Jimmy Stewart, or B, still alive like Vincent D'Onofrio, take another shot. And look, I am not. You will die. You need to write these alcohol down. poisoning on anybody's behalf. Yeah, you'll die. <laughs> I just kind of thought this might be a way to approach that problem and not lose my voice. I love at my um, my speaker when I'm hearing somebody. Hey, by the way, I don't mind getting called out. I don't mind getting called I out. I love it. Because it's funny. It's like, yeah, Mike, you were an asshole, but you were an asshole 100%. <laughs> and that is true. That's what I do. Ricky, who's blank? You give 100%. I like that. Well, you know. happen. I love you guys so much. Oh, we love you love too. Ricky's too. right. When Mike and Shane are wrong, but completely confident. When Ricky asks who's blank, <laughs> and guys... um, 
just have that poison control number on standby. <laughs> I love you all. Oh, uh, bye. That was awesome. Okay, now, now let's 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 make this this is real shit going down here. So restate what she just said about the rules of the new game. Basically, she said anytime you or I are wrong, you or me, what is it? But you, confident, I am, but confident about it. Take a shot. So I guess it would and whenever have to be- Ricky's right, take a shot. And whenever Ricky says, "Who is blank from a, for a famous horror person?" Take a shot. Take a shot. He, the, the confidence one, it would have to like with you guys being confident because you're not going to necessarily say no one's going to know you're wrong, but unless they know it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right. They got to know. They would have to. Here's know the thing: the we can we cannot play as we record, right, right. But because the later on, well, the more the more alcohol that gets in here, the more confident it's I become. Not, it's not about us getting. You know, no, I know. It's, it's not us about. They know it's, personally. Yeah, they're going to sit there and scream at the goddamn gotcha. thing, going, "Shane, gotcha. you are completely wrong, Ritzy, or whatever." <laughs> that's a good. And idea. they can sit there and go, ah. And that is a copyright game from Just Julia. Just Julia Corp. Uh, no, the Wrecking Room. And the she, Wrecked Room. She called it the Wrecked Room. And play, someone, please get started on the board game right, right? away. <laughs> we'll do it. Remember those VHS games where you put one in and then you played like one little clip? I never. That'll be those. that. Co- well, yeah, because you're too young for VHS saves. Yeah. Shut the fuck This one VHS. Like, Beware oh. of the. No, the problem is I used to have a football one of those, and every time it was my turn to go, I knew the the first play on the VHS was a no-gainer by the Chicago Bears, and I was pissed off if I got Plus, pissed. you watch the whole videotape before you even play yeah, the but game. It is You're a, like, all right, there's guys, no randomness at one point. At no, there's no point. randomness at VHS, so it's like a good idea maybe, but don't put that zero-yarder the very first. All right. Yeah, we, we got to know exactly. We didn't even watch the videos after a while. We just kind of <laughs> memorized how it is. Uh-oh. We've got a great one to end off of. We got Tony from the Zony. The Z Man. Calling in with a one minute call. And Tony then we got to give our answers. Here he is. Bullshit. Shane and sweet baby Ritzy. What's going on? Hey. Calling in. Dan- wait, 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 wait. wait. I take it back. That was yeah, Mark from yeah, Chicago. My bad. Different. Oh, that's shit. Yeah, that's. That's shy you guys, shy city. that's not Zony's voice. I'm sorry. Hold on. That was too loud. I just, uh, I just blew out everybody's ears. Sorry, guys. Let's restart that because I had Wish it on you. Wish you would blow me. Hey, Mike Shane and sweet baby Ritzy. What's going on? I thought it was him because he Call said sweet baby Ritzy. Question of the episode. What horror movie set piece or horror item from a movie do you want in your collection? All right, I picked three things here. So let's go with number one. We got a, the pop-up belt pistol from uh, Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. That oh, yes, from the dick. When he was in the bar. Yeah, that's that was good. An awesome little that's tool. A, that's a great one. And that would be fun to play with, I, I know. Not around uh, two, the parks. We're going with the meat tenderizer from the Midnight Meat Train. Ooh. That performs some pretty wicked uh, head splits and uh, eyeball pops. Nice yeah. little brutal Jeez. murders for that Jeez. one. And then number three, we're going to go with the Necronomicon Ex Mortis. Mm. That's a great one. with the dagger from Evil Dead. Oh, that, that, that's a great I'm one, too. I'm a really big fan, and that would be a fantastic item to keep in Absolutely. All right, you guys. You have a good one. Peace. My heavens. That was a good one because I want all those things. Yeah. What, do you, what, do, you, what, what do you guys... Is, uh, by the way, I just want I'd, to say thanks for calling in, everybody. I mean, sorry to cut you off with the Necronomicon, Necronomicon stuff, but it's how nice is the people calling? Thank you, guys. Yes, thank you so much. And keep calling in. <laughs> yes, because I've got another uh, question coming right up. But- I don't... Come on, let's let's... Let's be real here. I don't really have an answer. So now I could just throw something out. Sure. Why I not? don't really have anything. Uh-huh. 
The Necronomicon is good. Like the real one, like the, the full pistol, size. The pistol from that's Dust Till Dawn. One. That's, that's, that's a great, great one, yeah. Uh, and the headpiece from the tie called in with the, the headpiece yep. from. That was so, awesome. I'm good. I, you know, I don't have an answer. Well, th- th- those are good enough. There's no rules. You can copy and cheat, and there's no rules, so that's fine. And I love that. Copy paste. Ritzy, <laughs> what's yours? Um, there was two I was thinking. I'd, I would love one of the original, like, um, either Blade or Six Shooter Puppet Master characters. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. And But the other one that I really love is the mask from Jason 10, that, like, silver one that he oh, wears. Oh, yeah, the, the, the Uber Jason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jason I always X. loved that one. That's great. By the way, people give that movie a lot of shit. Yeah. yeah. But like it's, I'm like, there's but, boobs, there's killing. What? That's the same thing that goes on the whole thing. Why do you guys hate it so bad? I love it. I always liked it because I, I also at the same time loved like action movies. You know, just and that was pretty up. Yeah, it was like combined the two almost. Fit pretty well. <laughs> What's yours? So Okay, so my first thought went to, remember that, uh, that little... Uh, 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 the, Penis. Uh, the scythe thing that uh, Nick Cage made on uh, Mandy. Yeah. To go, oh, you know, go, oh, go do yeah. that one thing. Yeah. But and that was one thing. But I think the number one thing that I want in my house. There was also a giant long chainsaw in the Mandy. Remember? Yeah. Dark there was Yeti. there was two chainsaws too. There. I think though that my number one is from Hellraiser Three: Hell on Earth. There's that pillar of souls. Like in the there's a pillar of souls in every one of it, but the first one's too like greasy and dirty to have, you know. But the third one, it's got like Hellraiser and it's and it looks kind of just like a sculpture. You know, you remember the thing that's like it, mm-hmm. it, it stands up and it like twirls and it's oh, got all, all these right, like yeah. painful faces on it. I think I'm gonna go with that. Hmm, wow. Specifically from number three, because that one with like, C D head. Yeah, exactly. Those, <laughs> listen, the movie, I, I love the movie. I, don't I liked it. I liked it. And yeah, I didn't hold a candle to one and two. But the thing is, is I still really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed part four, Bloodline. If I had to pick one right now, yeah. I would go with Linda Blair's nightgown that she wore <laughs> in Exorcist. Yeah, that would be green and yeah. But wasn't she like a little girl? Well, it's not a sexual thing, it's not bro. A, it's oh. not a sexual wow. thing. It's just to have that framed on the yeah, wall. Yeah, that'd go, be awesome. That is okay. Linda Blair's okay. I'm dress. Sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, he doesn't even know who Linda Blair is. I and do. she thinks she's chubby. And he, he's, he's. I do now. <laughs> she wasn't chubby at the I time. Know. I know. I, I know her now. Well, she's she's kind of older now, and that's. She, I mean, she's, she's still a beautiful woman. She's very beautiful. So here we go. Thank you guys again for calling in. Question for the next episode: We are going to do a Christmas movie. Because right. it's, it's, by the time this comes out, it'll be December. Right. Okay. So very true. let's get into the, we're getting into the spirit. You know what gets me into the spirit? I love Christmas stuff. I don't love Christmas day necessarily. I don't love. You love it, the buildup. But, I, but I also love the lights. I love the, you know, I love like the activities you can do with your family, stuff like that. I love how, or sorry, Christmas, except for Christmas day. Because right, that's just a nightmare. Yeah. But. Here's the question for this episode. There are a ton of Christmas-themed horror movies, and I love almost all of them except for Christmas Evil. I hate that movie, by the way. It's terrible. All right. Something about Christmas horror movies, along with the cold and the snow and the lights that make me want to chill out and watch one of them. Here's the question. What's your favorite Christmas-themed horror movie or movie you like to watch during the Christmas season and why? Call it in on the bone phone, 385-351-9273, 385-351-9273. A 9273. Shane, what do we got right now? We have a band called the Crimson Ghosts from Germany. Germany. Germania. <laughs> do you know what Germans? These guys are Germans. <laughs> yeah. 
and they sing in English, believe it or not. Well, they sing most of their songs in English. What song should we play? Uh, what do you want to do? Uh, let's go with Nearly Free, because I feel like that gives All a great, right. like, you're nearly free. I and that's that's a that's a good. Uh, I loved it. That's a good spitting of the the old vocals. Oh, I, I, I was wondering what you would say because I was curious about that because you could do rise again. Yeah, I love that one. I mean, the, the, uh, I mean, but oh, we'll wait, but we'll no, wait, I'm we'll say, no, I'm saying nearly free is yeah. great. Okay, but I have a question right. for you with rise again. Okay. If you notice something, okay, in well, that song coming right up after this tune. Hark, can you hear that? <laughs> it's the sound of the earth cracking open like an old coffin. Can you smell that? It's mm. the delicious stench 
of, chaos. of one of the greatest horror punk bands in the world climbing out of the earth's coffin. That's right. From Cologne, Germany. They have been away for eight long years, but Vlad, Jackal, Monstros, and new drummer Old Nick, or perhaps, dare Saint I say, Nick? Old Saint Nick Ooh, for this episode. Yes have returned once again to send a message to the world. And that message is, Wir sind der Gorbet Horpunk Band der Welt. Got some tongue rolls there. That's some... A little bit of Spanish with a little bit of German. That's the way I do it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Crimson Ghost, you can like them on Facebook. Official Bandcamp, thecrimsonghost.bandcamp.com. Official Twitter at Generation Gore. Oh, weird. Yes. That was like the last band that had a weird one. No, that was, yeah, yeah. that's their last album from 2010, oh, Generation oh, Gore. Oh. Official Instagram at the Crimson Ghosts official. One word? Yeah, all one word. Official. If I follow somebody on Instagram, I want them to follow me back. I feel like, I feel weird about the non follow back. Well, you're, you're a holler They're back. a rock band, bro. Yeah, but I'm a. You I'm have some to normal enjoy guy. their... Y- I'm some guy in Salt Lake. Why wouldn't they follow me? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Official website. Now, this is very important because you can get the nice, uh, delicious treats. This is where I suggest people go. If you find these guys delicious to your ears, you go to crimson-ghosts.de and buy all their goodies. Ooh. Yet Not Human, their fifth studio album. It's been eight years, people. Released May 18th, 2018, 14 tracks, 45 minutes, produced by the band. I believe Jackal has a studio. I like remember, Jackal the... Jackal the guitar gang, 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 player. Gang, gang. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Jackal no, the not, old band. Not the guy with the chainsaw, gang, 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 Jackal gang. the guitar player for the Crimson Ghosts. I believe they do all their albums from his studio. Okay. Uh it's on Ring of Fire Records, and they have worked with the Coffin Cats and Orgyle Goldenberg. Goldsberg. What's that? Gould- <laughs> Argyle Golden Gould- Goldstein. Goldsby. Yes, Argyle Goldsby. But I don't know if it's his band. It just it was the Roving Ar- Midnight. Or it he was, did he did was, Roving Midnight. And the weird thing about him is, is yeah, he did sol- solo stuff. Argyle Goldsby. I think that's and what then it he is. did Argyle Goldsby. And the, uh, and the Roving, and the Roving Midnight. Midnight. It's like, well, okay, is this... Whatever, it's very so confusing. They, so they have released it. Uh, it's an Argyle Goolsby solo album, but not the Roving Midnight stuff. But uh, um, what say you about uh, uh, the Crimson Ghosts? Okay. You guys, you ready? I'm going to take you guys on a journey if it's okay. Mm-mm-mm. 2010, eight years ago. Mike is 21. Jesus. Wait, that, yeah, it doesn't quite <laughs> add up. Right? All right, all right. Eight years ago, Mike was, 29. what, 34? 30, 34, eight years. Yep, boop, 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 boop. Yeah, eight years ago, Mike was 34. And I, Shane and I, yeah. we were newly budding friends around yeah. around that time. No, we weren't. What was that, 2004? No, this was later because we didn't meet till like 2009. But okay. at any rate, so let's say 2009. I make friends with this band called Die Monster Die. Right. And they're pretty cool dudes, except for Jimmy. Yeah. He just took off and Brock took off. And so I talked to you guys. But all of a sudden, this whole new world of horror punk was opened up to my eyeballs. 
Right. And it's like, so right around the 2010 area, you had a ton of great horror punk bands. Blitz Kid was still alive. Die Monster Die yeah. was at its one of its peaks. You have many peaks, so you're still peaking or whatever. I don't know. We're like uh, I still the, want to be a dick. We're like a several like a several mountain ranges. Well, several mountain ranges. Die Monster Die, several mountain ranges. So there's the, plenty of peaks. The Rosedales, I feel like we're only I don't know like six, five or six years from their last album or something like that. Yeah. Oh no 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 that one came out pretty close to then. Oh my gosh, the blue one! But oh. everything the Rosedales put out was just everything they did was amazing, top-notch, stellar. And so, and then you had you know Blitz Kid was still a big thing. Tons like we there was even bands like uh, Jamie Rotten Corpse was still like I mean I, he's he's probably still doing it, but they but basically it was all in my purview. Yeah, all these bands, Cali Breeze, Cal- yeah, exactly, yeah. all this stuff. And all of a sudden, Shane says. Uh. Thanks, Ricky. I, I'm on this beautiful. Did, I'm on this beautiful tangent dong. thing here, and you just go screwed up. But no, all of a sudden, it was like you got to check out the Crimson Ghosts Generation Gore, and I listened to it, and they okay. I almost went. I almost busted into song. Like right. the first song I heard was as your people are known to do. Yeah. You Germans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we sing Germany. Yeah, you guys but, love uh, it. You, you know, you had Spit Black, you had Something's Moving in the Body Bag, whatever it is, you yeah. don't let it. I can't remember all the words right now. It's been a long time. Nailed it. But, you know, you had this album, which was super great, right? And I loved it, and I listened to it. They even did a split with a great band named Die Monster Die. From America. Yeah, That's th- this they- is great. It's called Sharing Prey. Yes. And the fun thing about that was... It was a duo song? It was a split vinyl, so they had oh, one side. gotcha. But That's here's cool. the fun thing about this vinyl. It was a split vinyl, so they had two songs and we had two songs. But what we did was we put a new song from each band on, on, and then we covered a song from the other band. And they oh, did, they did uh, October Slowly Dying. It started Beautiful. off a little slow, but the thing is, is once they got into it, they were doing all these vocal harmonies and stuff like that that yeah. I thought were great. Cried I like love a baby. It. I cried like a baby. I heard it was so said, good. Why can't we play it? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the thing is, is and then we ended up doing it on the show. I think we also did it on the video show, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. But I couldn't get enough of it. This was kind of rock and roll, horror punky type stuff. But it would they were all very anthemic. They would they were like absolutely you 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 shook your fist, fist in you, the air, yeah. heavy sound. They, Whoa! And then the guys the guys in the back were barking their their you know. Like, like, you know when you get in there go you know they play off each other it's it was a great album yes so i'm not gonna lie to you when i when i heard of this like last week when you sent it over i'm like oh okay well now we're all a bunch we're older and we're wiser of course and right. uh, i wonder how this is gonna turn out and i was a li- i'm not gonna lie i was a little bit hesitant because i'm like nervous well because i re- this is like obviously one of the best horror punk bands ever to walk the earth right uh, i i Stand by. I I totally. I think that these guys are. These guys should not be playing uh, wing bats and turkey Ding balls bats. and fucking whatevers. They should not be playing small clubs. They should oh. have someone that goes, bros. We're taking some. Well, that's name, how I feel about Die Monster Die and Blitz Kid. And take them out Rose on the Dills. road and fuck. Same with the Rose. That's Dills. I totally I think, agree. Yeah. Anyways, but the thing is, so. I was a little bit hesitant, right? So I turn it on for the first day, and I didn't. I waited. I was at work. I'm like, I'm not going to listen to this while I'm at work. I'm going to listen to this while I'm driving home, so I can crank it, right? And it sounds great, right? So we go through the chapter five. The first song was just kind of an intro, right? And then all of a sudden, you hear, "You're nearly free," and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" 
You say welcome. This is this. I'm not. I got like goosebumps a little yes. bit, and like coming up a back, and I'm just like these. They're back, you know. And I'm not gonna lie to you. They added a lot of stuff to this album too. For instance, uh, um, like uh, the what was it called? Eagle Sum Qui Intus Habitat. They did a little. They injured. They they started it with some like death growl, and yeah. then and then they did some uh, like Marilyn Mansony type uh, singing yeah. and stuff like that. And I thought it was great, man. But the thing is, patient zero, some blasty beats that's what in I'm there. Saying. I was like, what? So, I mean, I, I I hate to be like this totally weird about it, but I loved this album. This, I mean, it feels like eight years hadn't happened between those two albums. This was also very anthemic, very like uh, like power power to the dudes this, listening to it. You know, this is a band that you have when you, they. This is a live band. I feel like if they were right before your eyes, it's all about the woe. It's all about yeah. the it's yeah, all about that. the come here, be part of the show. You're with us tonight. And you know that's what? That's what I love about it. I think it. that's a lot of punk bands do that. Yeah. But I hate a lot of punk. Right. And it sucks. Like we'll go to karaoke and all these crust punks will sing this one What's a crust punk? <sighs> Remember that guy that almost beat you up? <laughs> so there you go. He's but, a crust punk. But what's the definition? Yeah, I don't know. It's up? just 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 look at the I was just being look an at asshole, him and then sure. Yeah, totally. But anyway, but no, but it's like that. So, so I feel like punk kind of you know does that. It, it brings camaraderie stuff like that. And, and I, I mean, not that I don't like that. I just don't like a lot of punk music. Yeah. But the thing is, is these bands are like just basically like they're not. They are like it's just rock and roll, hard rock and roll. Right. And I love it. Crimson Girls are the best. Um, there was there was not an, a song on this album that I felt like it was a stinker. Obviously, there were some that I liked more than others. Right. Nearly Free was amazing. Don't Follow. Yeah. Rise Again. Ego Sum Qui Intus Habitat. Yep. And uh, by the end, of the, by I listened to the whole, in fact, I got home before the album ended. I sat in my car for like 10 minutes just finishing off the, the rest of the thing. And I was like, these guys are back. And I couldn't be happier for them. I agree. I was nervous, dude. When I It's eight years. Who's who's in the band, man? Who is in the band? And when I when I researched and I went, oh, it's Flad, Jackal, Monstros. They're all there. They got a new drummer, amazing drummer. They've never had a problem with that. That Reverend guy that's been with them for years. He finally, you know, he, he called it, call it a day. Gotcha. But I mean, it was like, oh, is this going to be good? And it was fucking. Good. It was Ritzy, great. What do you think? What did you think? Um. So I want to start off by saying it's not that I dislike it. Oh shit! Oh my! I enjoyed it. I listened to all of Ricky it. Ricky also I listened to likes a couple of the tracks multiple times. Ninja Sex Fiends. I thought that um, I thought that the album was just kind of all over the place. Like it, they didn't like uh, every song sounded so different, which it isn't always I was a bad say, thing. Say is that a bad thing? Yeah, it's not always a bad thing, but there was some styles that I like better, I guess. Well, you're um, obviously you're going to be part partial to yeah you know, one or another like overall um there was a lot of enjoyable tracks but there was a lot, more or less some that i would just skip after the, the problem is is in in i will give this to ricky i feel like even though i totally disagree i think i mean i agree that there there were a lot of i don't know more experimentation with them i don't know what it was but there was a a, a larger dynamic of track type style stuff like that but the thing is is this was kind of emotional for me 
you know, yeah. because of how it felt, because of the fact that they see. But I don't want you guys. I feel like there's a bit of uh, light the torch syndrome going on here, because <laughs> I loved light the torch. And you guys were like, no, I'm not. No, I didn't hate it. I was just like, this is. But you, you, you can feel, you know, feel free to express your emotions. Yeah. Oh no, we're not. We're not getting like the on your the case. rebirth song. It had a very punk sound to it. I yeah. love that track. Let's do it multiple, multiple times. Had kind of like a, you know, like a. He just jerked off the air by <laughs> like, like an anthemy kind of like, like, your, like an anthemy exactly. kind of you know punk song. Yeah, that's what I like about this band is they have that all over the place. It is one of those where you got, they've got oh, the woes. Whoa! Oh, you got to have the woes if you're yeah. the punk rock. Yeah, or the horror, horror punk. punk I mean. You got to have that. Absolutely. See, that's I exactly that. what I was I thinking. After so many years of that, I was thinking that is really the essence of horror punk is bringing the audience into it and going, we're talking about horror here. We're talking about this. We're So it's about all that. And these guys are the kings of it. They write great tunes, master, masterful instruments. I mean, the sound, everything about these guys is Head and shoulders above everything else. Mm. To me, I listen to this band and I go, they should not be playing little teeny clubs. They should be out there opening up for some whoever. Yeah. Uh, what what's a what's a good band? They they should. Do you know what's funny is I missed this, but they would. I feel like they should have come with the birthday massacre and uh, that's what I'm talking yes, about. And opening so, up for Jonathan Davis, who I don't know. I haven't heard any of that new stuff, but I feel like that would have kind of fit in with that. Whatever. I that's think what I'm talking about. Big venues. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. A birthday massacre goes, we embrace these guys. We're taking them out for two months on yep. the road mm-hmm. and you would see them explode. You would literally see them explode. That's a great band. Well, and they've been around for a lot by both, both birthday massacre and crimson ghost. The thing is, is both bands. Listen, they're very different. Obviously, I'm yeah. not saying, but I feel like their songs are so great. I'm, I mean, I'm an old man, and I love the kind. Of, I, I don't need to mean to say girly, but it's very not very manly birthday massacre music. I, it's very good work stuff. But I feel like if I were to go see the birthday massacre and Crimson Ghosts and the Rosedales out, if they were to come, I would just be like, "What? Oh, dude, just happened to me." Yeah, it would be amazing because what that. because what those bands that have the clout can do for bands that are like these guys are so good the Rosedales oh. take take the Rosedales out on the road for six eight weeks across America yeah. and be a a band that is going to pull in people yeah that's that that was the idea behind the little opening act is you take out the small thing. To let everyone go, hey, oh, I've never heard. Well, of that remember before. when like huge bands were being taken around by these big. Now they're the huge bands. Yeah, that every but they just got a little chance to get out and and you know I mean I feel like I don't know if it still happens because I don't go to big band shows anymore, but uh, I don't know. I, but you're right. I totally agree with you. Uh, I, I what do you give it? I mean, I give it a super high buy. I loved it. This was a great one. This fit right in with Generation Gore. I like like Ricky said, it's not the same. It's not just like a retread of that album. Yeah, but it had like all the things that I loved about that. I mean, what a great album! Generation Gore is such a great album too, man. I mean, it was Spit Black. Oh, all that stuff. You can't go wrong with. And this is their fifth studio album. You can't go wrong with any of them. I mean, they they write great tunes. They do. They are anthems. Come on, stand up in the front of the stage and rock out with us. With it's you and your friends. I gave it a Spotify. 
giving it's it convenient. a high, high, high Spotify. Spotify. High Spotify. I high like Spotify. that. Vlad's voice is excellent. He is. He's got a, a voice that is recognizable. You yeah, can put him anywhere, yep. and it's like that's the dude from Crimson Ghost. Yep. They're a great goddamn band. I love them. I they are my personal favorite of all time uh horror punk stuff. Now, if you're talking like first wave, who do you have? Misfits. Like 90s That's, Misfits. I know I'm gonna get shit on for that, but doesn't Michael matter. Graves Misfits was the best Misfits oh, in my opinion. Wonderful. And Graves was Do you fantastic. know what's do you know what's weird is it seems like lately the Rosedales are coming out with a new one, the Crimson Ghosts are coming out with a new one. Argal Goolsby and Nim Vind are going out on tour with Michael Graves. Yeah, is this some kind of uh, or, uh, revival? Revival that we're that we're experiencing right now, or what's happening? It's awesome. I love it's, it if it's happening. But I think the Crimson Ghosts need to get the respect that they deserve. Agreed. Because if you pick, turn on an album and just you know like it, try not love to get it, pumped. You you will get pumped. Try to try not to and. Try not to pump iron, <laughs> unless you're, if you're into pumping. Well, iron. don't hurt yourself. We don't need any like buddy's elbows getting you know hurt or. Uh, fun note that I did want to say is uh, the, that acronym song, the Salagia or whatever yeah, yeah. it is. Yep. It sounds like they're saying Celine Dion because I kept saying that <laughs> Celine Dion, <laughs> Celine Dion. What was your favorite songs? Oh no! So we got like the nearly free. Don't follow. Ego sum qui into us habitat rise again. Those were some of my favorites, but there Mine wasn't was a, a rebirth. Yeah. I like you know I also like that other German one, the Lichen something, the Lichen mouse, whatever. Lichen I like that mouse. one. Lichen it reminded me of uh, Rammstein. Yeah, you hit all mine. Cool. That, th- those yep. were all my favorite songs. Awesome. Uh, I give this a high buy. I do too. And I say go to uh, uh, crimson ghosts de. And buy all the goodies from That's them. That's for Deutsch. That or, or, dot, it's crimson dash ghost dot de. Yeah. Dot de. Yeah, yeah. Or Can we have a drink page. every time Ricky didn't listen to what was said before him two seconds before? <laughs> no, but too? he, I don't, just I, he didn't Julia? say the dash yes, the second. Did he? Oh. Just Julia. Are we taking notes on Can this? Can we, Just Julia, you're the queen of the, of the uh, drinking <laughs> game. Can we add that, please? Uh, again, uh, one more time because they they do have they run their Bandcamp page too. So I would say uh, if you don't want to g- go with in that shady German area, <laughs> de dot de bullshit. Uh, you knows? can go to the Crimson Ghosts dot Bandcamp dot com. They run that, and you can buy stuff from there. Cool. I give it a high. Bye. Love this album. What was it you were going to say about the one song before we got on the air? What I was going to say is, do you do you recognize that voice? Rise that, again. Rise again. Who I don't. Is, I don't know who who is the voice. I don't know if I recognize. Do 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 you, do you want to play it real quick? Yeah, Can let's you, do it. Hold on. I mean, don't do it if it's too much of a pain no, in the no, ass. No, it's not a pain just, in the ass at all. Let's because uh, I'm right. Oh shoot, let me let me go back up to Spotify. Here we go. Rise again. Ancient. That sounds like Nimvind. Turn, turn up, yes. No, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't. Nim I didn't Vind. really listen to it till like that hard, but it sounds exactly like it. By the it's, way, it's it's Nimvind on their record. Hey, all right, I love that guy, man. Rise again. What better song? That, we yeah. will rise again. <laughs> That's great, man. Sorry, Vlad. I'm not. I'm no. I'm no. Uh, you know. Whatever. Yeah. Hi, bye. What we got next? Uh, we got some trivia. You want some? Yeah, I'm assuming it's about one of my parents. 
No, it's about Ritzy's. Oh, I can't wait sister. to talk about Ritzy's. Oh. Ritzy's sister. By the way, she yes. turned me on to Bowling for Soup, <laughs> which is cool. That was great. Oh, my God. But we'll be right back with that. All right. We're All right. ready for some Here trivia. Here we go. Malcolm John Taylor. Do you know who he is, a.k.a. Malcolm McDowell? McDowell. Uh, stars in the movie we are doing tonight. He plays Sheriff Cooper. Cooper. Cooper, what are you doing over there? Hey, quit eating donuts, you sh- cop. You pig. You cop. You you pig monster. He said you <laughs> cop. <laughs> Here are some Malcolm McDowell horror movies. Let's get into it. 1987 film, IMDb gives it a 6.2, directed by Arthur Allen Seidelman. Okay. One night, an unusual stranger in need asks a woman living alone in a house in the woods if he can use her phone. It soon becomes clear that they're playing a strange mind game and that there's something very wrong about these woods. Hmm. Ints. Stars only two people. Okay. Malcolm Mickey Dowell. Okay. And Madeline Smith Osborne. Only two people in the movie. Hmm. He don't I, say. 1987 <sighs> film, 6.2, directed by author Arthur Allen Seidelman. Seidelman. Hmm. Oh, shoot. I don't think I know this one, man. I, I'm not. It's one of those two-piecers, you know, where it's just got two people in the whole movie. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I've seen that, to be honest with you, because usually there's more than two people. I'll, I'll take the deuce. I'll take the deuce. Taking the deuce. Yeah, I'll take the deuce. The Caller. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. Malcolm McDowell played. Did he play Madeline Osborne? Or <laughs> I feel like he played the other played guy. The caller. Yeah. What was yeah. it about? Should I like sh- okay? I so take it a, take a drink because Ricky didn't listen two seconds before, <laughs> and now there's another drink. <laughs> I just want to know the real story. Like the synopsis is just not what I'm Julia. Hearing. You have done created a game that is going to become part of the podcast. I can't believe it. <laughs> you guys have seen the movie. I assume, I have not right? seen no. this. I have not seen this. Uh, here's seen a fu- here's a fun nugget. I couldn't find any fun nuggets about this movie. <laughs> that's probably why I didn't. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah what, is the, what is the category of this trivia? Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell. Fucking bro. Did you watch the Wake movie? Wake up. And drink again. Whoever's <sighs> listening. What? Yeah. And who's Did? Malcolm McDowell? <laughs> oh, that's a drink. A, a, an no, Academy Award winning it. human, like a Who horror is icon. Is he in, though? Or what else is he in? He's in a Clockwork Orange. Caligula. He's in co- like, so ever. many dicks in that was movie. Was he the, like, the young guy in Clockwork Orange? Yes, he was like the main character. Was like, okay. To, you know, whatever. Uh, he was the main He's guy. He's also the old sheriff in the movie that we're doing tonight. Okay, number oh, two. Oh, okay. God damn it, Ricky. 2009 horror comedy. IMDb gives it a 6.1, directed by Rob Stefanuik. Malcolm McDowell plays Eddie Van Helsing. I know what this is. A struggling band called The Winners from Montreal are on tour in the United States of the America playing stinky little dives. The sexy bass player meets a vampire <laughs> queenie and we learn they will do anything to become famous. And also, as a bonus for you, Ricky, there's a Nine Inch Nails song called this. Oh, jeez. Suck, suck, suck. 
Turn up the radio. That's right. All right. It's called Suck, and here's the fun nugget. The film stars a cavalcade of comedians and Alice Cooper. rock stars. Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Oh no! Don't tell me the guy with the with the wrinkly chest. Uh, don't don't tell me the guy with the wrinkly. chest. Oh my gosh! I, why I am I losing his name? Iggy yes. Pop. Iggy yes. Pop. Uh, Alex Lifeson. You know who he yeah, is? Yeah, Rush. Rush. Are you kidding me? Of course. Moby. Who doesn't love? He Moby? was a, he was a bastard in this movie too. Henry Rollins and people say of I look like Moby. Now you're a bastard. Yeah, you look too. a little like Moby. <laughs> if you took your glasses off, I'd say, oh my god, it's Moby sitting here. I'd say it's like a. Least less a more talented Moby. I hate Moby. I would say a very uh, way better looking. If he Aww. took his glasses off, I'd say Ricky, way better. You're not looking. ugly. Come What's on. The... It's actually and, a pretty and, fun movie. Do you know Dave, and Dave Foley? Foley? Yep. Yep. Dave Where's Foley. Dave Foley from? SC uh, Second City. No. 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 Uh, kids in the Hall. Yep. Oh, that's right. You gotta yeah. love Kids in the I Hall. I knew it was a Canadian. Thing. You yep. gotta love Kids in the Hall because that shit was fucking fantastic. <laughs> it was yeah. great. Okay. So you got the, that. So the, so you're winning. Nope, it's one on one. One on one. I'm talking. Malcolm what? What? Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> He's I want to look up a drink again. Drink he said again. What? Oh what, my what gosh. is that? Who is that? All right, here we here go. Here we go. Number three. Oh duh. You asshole. 1990 film. IMDb gives this a 5.4. Directed by Charles Winkler. Ten years ago, the perverse Doctor Russell, aka Malcolm McDowell. Couldn't resist the beauty of a young patient in his mental clinic. And he raped oh, her. Sounds so familiar. Uh, he raped her hard and good. When she plunges wow. herself from the roof shortly after, he described. Wait a minute. Hold on. I lost my. I went off script. <laughs> Let me do it again. Okay. 1990, IMDb 5.4, directed by Charles Winkler. Ten years ago, the perverse Dr. Russell, Malcolm McDowell, couldn't resist the beauty of a young patient in his mental clinic. And he raped her one night when she plunged herself from the roof shortly after he described it as a consequence of her heavy depression. Now the same urge overcomes him with a new patient named Sandy. He doesn't know that she is the daughter of his previous victim and that she's come for revenge. Mm. What is that movie? I, I think I've seen this, but I can't think of the name. I don't know if I've 1990 seen it. Film. 1990. Do you got any fun nuggets or hints? I have a fun nugget after. Mm. I have hints. Do you want to give me a fun nugget now or no? Geoffrey Lewis. That's not how this works. Jeff- okay. Okay. I know who that is. It stars Geoffrey Lewis. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I will never say Jeffrey to a G. E-O-F-F. I agree. Bullshit. Yeah. Geoffrey Lewis, Priscilla Pointer, and Pamela Kidley, whom played Sandy. Hmm. You're going to give me the fun nugget now? or No, I'm giving it after. I'm giving it after. I don't after. know if I know this, man. I, this is not ringing a uh, bell. 1990, yeah. 5.4, directed by Charles Winkler. Malcolm McDowell related stars. related to Henry Winkler? Shut up. Of course. Everyone, every wrinkler. Is it's not a wrinkler. Winkler. Every every wrinkler. No, I'll Dude. give I'll give up the deuce. I felt like giving it the two last ones, so we'll Disturbed. take Disturbed. Yeah, I haven't mm. even seen that. I haven't seen it. Doesn't it. sound familiar to me. Either. No, my bad. Of course not. You can get a half point on right now if you could sing the full lyrics to a Disturbed song from beginning to end. Ooh, ah, 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 
You're getting a half point. Me. Stop. You're getting a half point to stop. That's pretty good. Oh, I'm getting a half point to stop. Thank you. All right. Fun nugget. At the very end, spoiler alert. Okay. At the very end of this film, after Dr. Russell, spoiler alert, <laughs> screams in his padded cell, you can hear the director say cut. Really? That would not have helped me figuring this out. So what am I? Spoiler alert. So I'm one and a half and two. One and a half. No, you're, yeah, you're one one and and a half half and two. two. It's tough from here, son. Oh, geez. Number four, 2009 film. IMDb gives it a 4.9. Malcolm McDowell stars as Dr. Samuel Loomis. He plays a lot of doctors, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Ricky, do you know this one? Are you giving? Are you turning it over to Ricky? Well, no, it? this one's kind of an easy one, so I know uh, this one. Plays Doctor Who. By the way, if you don't film, get this, everybody's got to take a. Everybody's got to. He said Dactyl, Doctor Dactyl, Doctor Samuel Loomis. Two thousand. If you don't know this film, IMDb gives it a four point nine. That's very low Loomis, numbers. Loomis. Very, 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 very low numbers. Malcolm McDowell stars as Dr. Samuel Lewis. That is the Loomis. end of the... Lewis. Loomis. 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 L-O-O-M-I-S. He said Lewis, but he wow. meant Loomis. Loomis. No, I said Loomis. Okay. My Go. lips. I got a hair lip. Go. <laughs> it's Halloween. Rob Zombie's Halloween. Well, why didn't you let him say the... I thought you should have got that. Lo- Loomis? Are we singing shame? I'm not shame? a Halloween fan. Are we singing shame? Turn up! The radio. That's right. Here, I'm not a Halloween oh, fan at all. I've got, I've got a fun nugget. Oh, drink one for that. For Ricky being a dipshit. Rob Zombie originally stated that he would never do a sequel to Halloween 2007 until the studio decided to make it or to give him a bunch of money. Then he signed on to write and direct because he didn't want anyone to ruin his vision. <laughs> He wanted to ruin it himself. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> All right, so... He wanted to ruin it himself. So this Get one, it? this last question, it comes down to this last one. Oh. It's two and a half to two, but that half point don't matter. That's right. It's true. It's a fact. It is a fact. It's a fact. Number five. You know, 2016. Like, oh, okay. okay. I was going to say, I did like Rob Zombie's last movie. I forgot the name of it, but... 31? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was I good. enjoyed it. I liked it. It was good enough. No, I enjoyed it. Oh, you liked right, it a lot. Ricky, it was yeah, good enough. So sad, well, you I know, thought. I'm not gonna. Go I liked Lord. I liked, thought it was great. It's a rule. I like really Rob good. Zombie. I mean, I like his Lords of Salem. I liked uh, yeah, Devil's I liked Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses. All that. Yeah. So, so, you, like, so you're you you like them all? Yeah. Well, except for Halloween too. <laughs> 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 Jesus, exactly. <laughs> 2016 film. IMDb gives it a 5.1. Directed by Robert Cummings. Five carnival carnival workers are kidnapped and held hostage in abandoned, well, dare I say it, hell-like compound where they are forced to participate in a violent game, the goal of which is to survive 12 hours against a gang of sadistic clowns. What? This is a movie? It's like straight to DVD movie. I'm Yeah, I'm like super bummed because now he's just taking it for like the 10 bucks he gets for him. I was hoping he'd get a classic like Cat People or or something like that. And yeah, Now I'm getting this one. Franklin and Bash, the TV show. I don't know what that is. Franklin and Bash? <laughs> yeah, I used to watch that. 
All right. So, so okay. So, hints. You guys are kidding me right now. So, oh, oh right. no, it's 31. <laughs> Is it? Turn up. No. The, the radio. radio. <laughs> I was gonna say this is the greatest I thing in podcast about that. history. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot but that's what it was. <laughs> they weren't all. You guys just went on about. Though. Oh, I love it. Oh, they weren't gosh. all deranged clowns, though. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to talk to IMDb. Oh my gosh, the cir- like it was more of a carnival yeah, than a circus, but no. But you know what? How funny was that, the, dude? But that is how, that was kismet. That yeah. that was kismet. If you guys would have just went, I have no idea. It would have been the greatest moment <laughs> in horror podcasting history. Fun nugget. Oh my gosh. Rob Zombie said the reason he set this movie on Halloween was because he read a statistic which stated that more people go missing on Halloween in the U.S. Oh my gosh. Than any other day of the year. How about that? How, that how wild was that? That description of it though is bullshit. No, it's, no, I can see it. I mean, after, I you, you, after you know what well, the answer is. Well, and we got is, it right and yeah. we won. But after you know what the answer is, yeah, sure. But oh my gosh, that was hilarious. I feel like... I feel like that was a decent... Did you guys almost a, feel like you were going to get that wrong for a moment? For a second. For a second, yeah. Because yeah, I feel like... I think I gave it to you when I went, you got to be kidding me. Yes, right that's now. exactly. <laughs> then that's, I then I went I went in overdrive. I My brain went in overdrive. I should have held like, that back when, and watched you guys flounder going, I got no so, idea after you sucked the D of 31. So when, no, when you, honestly, when you said the description, I was thinking in my head, it kind of sounds like that, but it's not full of clowns. It's not in a circus. Well, no, but no, no, no. Be, the people right. were from Five, the circus. Here's, right. here's the, carnival it, it, or this, is, this is right here from IMDb. Five carnival oh my carnival workers <laughs> are kidnapped and held hostage in an abandoned hell-like compound where they are forced to participate. That in is a exactly right. Game. That's exactly the goal right. of which to is to wrong. survive no, twelve to hours yeah. against a gang of sadistic clowns. How funny was that? that oh, okay, funny. we win again. Okay. Oh, you guys are Shane, nervous. How about that? You guys were we were. Nervous. I was nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. That was funny. I wish we lost almost because how how shitty would it that have been if right. we lost that? I feel like an idiot now. That oh would have been gosh. like we could have won like some kind of pod award if it was like <laughs> oh we're horror yeah. and you guys just got done sucking the D on Rob yeah, Zombie's. I 31. totally heard. Like, oh my gosh, that's wild. Oh, that was fun, Shane. Yeah. Thank you for preparing that every every podcast. We thank you it. for thanking me and yeah. thank you guys for participating in this podcast. <laughs> Uh, and in my trivia questions, I appreciate it a lot, guys. There's a lot I don't of- tell you all the time, but I appreciate it. <laughs> so right now, we're going to play a trailer for the movie that stars Malcolm McDowell in a smaller role. And it's called Silent Night from 2012. Here is the trailer. We'll be right back to talk about it. Let me tell you about Christmas. It ain't all candy canes and pretty lights. I heard this story. This fella dressed as Santa. He said about killing them that was naughty. Creep. Every year, a new town. Everyone knows that story. It's an urban legend. It ain't. Christmas. The number one holiday for people going nuts. Listen, we've got a lead on our killer from the motel. He's wearing a Santa suit and a mask. 
hiding in plain sight. What if he was punishing them? We're just gonna have to take this maniac down ourselves. Christmas Eve is the scariest damn night of the year. You just heard the trailer for 2012 Silent Night. Uh, IMDb gives us a 5.2, directed by Stephen C. Miller. What? What? Generous? Yeah. You asshole. <laughs> Steven C. Miller directed f- 15 directorial credits, according to IMDb. Automaton Transfusion. I saw that. It's 2006, a little indie film. It was kind of a uh, zombie type thing. I saw it. It wasn't bad. Got some praise back then, but I didn't love it. Seems like he's done some good stuff, but nothing I've seen. He did a movie called Arsenal with Nick Cage and John Cusack. Yeah, that kind of piqued my interest. I've I never went, seen it, though. So it's well, like, I've, yeah, yeah, I've never seen it, but I went, that's some big namers. Right? John Cusack and Nick Cage. Nick Cage is also making a huge comeback right, right Well, now, I so. never, th- I mean, like, yeah, he, he, I wouldn't even say he fell off. Well, he just, but he was doing a lot of weird lesser, stuff. Yeah, yeah but John Cusack weird. definitely is kind of. By the of, way, I was watching a Christian movie off. with, uh, with the ex-wife and kids, and a Christian uh, movie. He was in it. I can't remember what it was. Nick Cage was in it, and it a was Christian a, movie. Yeah, like you know, like please come up with the name of that. What I mean, it? all I got to do is I. What do you mean it's a Christian movie? Like they like it, of, it, it. Christian values. That's what all movies should be. It should just exhort Christian just values. Be heartful and be <laughs> mindful. How do you know it was be nice. Christian oh my values, gosh, though. we're gonna move on. I'll teach you guys about it later. Teach us your ways, your Christian ways. Started starring Malcolm McDowell as Sheriff James Cooper. Jamie King is Deputy Aubrey Brattamore. Donald Logue, one of my favorite guys. I love Donald Logue. He had a small uh, thing in this. Part in this, Santa Jim Epstein. He was a drunken Santa. You you recognize? Oh, him. he was he was funny. Yeah, He's I love that from, guy. Uh, uh, Gotham, the redhead guy, right? Yeah, uh-huh. I don't watch Gotham, but I haven't seen Gotham either. Ellen Wong is Brenda Lisa Marie. By the way, Lisa Marie of uh, oh crap, why is this guy's name falling out of my brains? Come on, the guy who did uh, like uh, Jack Skellington stuff, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, you're not talking about yes, uh, I am. Boingo I am. Boingo Singer. No, I'm talking about the guy who directed. He did uh, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, he did Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah, I'm t- he he was in a lot of Tim Burton. By the way, the best movie she was ever in was uh, why is everything falling out of my brain right now? Oh my gosh. Come on, Ed Wood. Ed Wood with uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Have you ever seen Ed Wood? Jonathan Depp, please. Have you ever seen Ed Wood? Yes. It's amazing. I I love that movie. And she she played uh, a big part in that, and it was great, and it was amazing. And she- The main girl? No, in Ed Wood, she she played that. No, no, no. I mean, uh, in Vampire. No, she was just yeah. She played vampire, but in this one, she was just the mom of that bratty teenager stuff like that. Anyhow, the plot. The movie opens up in a situation where seemingly a guy came home to find his wife in bed with another man. He's obviously pissed off, and has the dude has the has the wife effed up in the bedroom. However, he's tied her lover to a chair in the basement. He's tied down with Christmas lights. Before he goes downstairs, he put on he puts on a Santa Claus outfit, complete with creepy see-through Santa mask. He seemed to have it in his luggage in the bedroom. Not sure where it came from, but it was there. He makes it down to the basement, and let's just say it doesn't go well for that guy. 
kind of a big bang of an opening. However, the Santa was actually, uh, let's see. However, is this Santa actually married to the woman? As the guy in the basement first assumed, or is he just some psycho that took the opportunity that was presented to him? I'm going to say no. Well, well, that's, I mean, that's, that's for, that's for, yeah, the opening was, uh, later viewing. Yeah. You know, it really, um, it was really eye popping for me. Well, it kicked it off, right? I like when he was cutting the mask where you're like, yeah, because, and the, yeah, the beard, and it all worked out. Regardless of where the answer lies to this issue, one thing is sure. There's a killer Santa on the loose in the town of Cryer, Wisconsin on Christmas Eve. Cryer was, oh my gosh, sorry. Cryer, Wisconsin seems like a totally nice small town. It's Christmas Eve and Audrey Bradamore, Jamie King, is called into work by sheriff, by the sheriff, Malcolm McDowell. They're planning on being busy since there's so much going on in the town by the way of festivities. Uh, Audrey is our protagonist and has her issues. She's still trying to get past an unexpected death of her husband. She's also trying to live up to her father's expectations of a cop, as a cop, uh, since he was a long-time cop retired. 40 well, years on the force. Yeah, and he, I mean, he, and he was in the Santa Claus uh, competition as well, we talk about. And he served in the Marines. Well, of course. He was a Navy SEAL Every as well. Santa Claus does. The Marines, Navy SEAL, mm-hmm. he also gutted everyone in Vietnam. Well, uh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> they only showed him flashbacks. Even though all the Christmas festivities are going on, including a Best Santa contest, which makes it so there are hundreds of Santas walking around the town, killers on the loose and making short work of people who he considers naughty, bratty teenagers... Like the worst effing teenager in the world. Dude. <laughs> like, I wanted to kill that little bitch. Yeah, do it. Do it. That little fucking bitch that, go, that smacked her fucking mother's heart pills. She goes, oh, yeah. that's my heart pills. <laughs> she goes, that's my heart pills. You know I need those to survive. And she she's goes, like, take me yeah, to the I mall. Need, I need the new fucking iPhone, <sighs> what, 10? Whatever. Whatever the fuck she it was. Dress, like dress or something. I and, am so glad she died. And the worst fucking, the worst moment is when the mom goes, turns and walks out of the room go get your fucking keys and go take me to get my phone or whatever and she left the room i would have said bitch i will fucking tear you apart i mean tear your fucking hair i'm not a i'm not a violent person but i feel like i would have done to her like i would do to ricky when he talked shit to me about byu football (laughs) what would you do if your son came up and said hey you fucking punk ass First of all, I would laugh in his face. I would grab him because of my obvious physical dominance, and I would have made him regret the day he ever said that. Sir, let me allow allow you a little bit of fucking reality. Okay. There will come a day where you are the fucking, you are the the small potato, and he is the big boy. We'll see. And he says, no, you listen to me, asshole. We'll see. Give me your fucking wallet. (laughs) My kids are... Really good. I don't. I, I don't see this happening. But well, I'm well, saying this is- that happened. That happened. In the movie too, where he took all the money out of the fucking. You you mm. you will someday. You will become the fucking elder. Do you man. know what the, you know what the problem is with me and my parental like, uh, like philosophy, is I will, I will, if if that per if my kids get like this, yeah, I will either make sure that they know where their dad's coming from, or I will die trying. Yes. And you know what? If I die, great. It lets me off of this mortal coil. Now, yeah. I don't have to deal with those kids. However, you know, I I'm, I don't know. My kids, I all I have to do is give a look and my kids get scared. Exactly. So like, that's, we'll what you, that's what you need to have. You have to have c- c- control of the children. I feel like it's it's up here. It's up here. 
like my brother, my two brothers are both like big, strong men. Yeah. But I can still, Ooh, I'll wrestle more. them. I, yeah. Ooh, like I will more. wrestle them and I will kill them because I have the mental edge. Just clothes on. Right. Oh my gosh. Your Ricky. kids don't care. Oh, my Your kids. kids are like, dad's fucking. Well, my kids, at, my boy, my, my, first of all, my 15 year old daughter, they're is like an angel. a virus. In and a, my, and my boys are still like 11 and 12. Right. So I will destroy them still. <laughs> but they're learning. They're like a virus in a computer. And they're like, oh, we figure out how to work, Dad. We know Listen, how to do it. You know, we're just watching. I will get rich attention. or die trying. Right. 50 Cent. That's what I'm saying. That's that's what will happen. 50 Cent, great album. Either way, they the feel best. like garbage. Because great they, album. Because they get, they, they get put in their place or they kill their dad, which is probably going to happen, give them some kind of mental issues. Absolutely. Anyhow, uh, so we got bratty teenagers who are getting killed. Uh, we got indie porn creators. Who makes porn on Christmas Eve, by the way? <laughs> right. That's messed up. Let's just say that the charm of this film has to be some of the great and imaginative kills. Uh, anyhow, the lady starts to have her suspicion. Jamie King starts at Bradamore. Deputy Bradamore starts to have her suspicion. She looks at a trucker, drug dealer, and a Santa suit, a perverted, thieving, and holier-than-thou priest. Donald Logue, a loudmouth yeah, drunk. Yeah, that guy was a fucking weird, weird oh, yeah. nugget, wasn't he? <laughs> he was <laughs> taking like, pictures of boobies and Jesus. stuff. Jesus. That priest was like, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, that was a weird scene. Here's the thing. This was pretty typical slasher fare. Red herrings, plenty of suspects. My goodness. Delicious kills, some token TNA, some funny obstacles that the cops have to overcome. For instance, trying to identify the killer Santa amongst all the other dudes dressed up as Santa in the town. See, that's my favorite part was that like they were all dressed as Santa. <laughs> it's it's like, like the whole fucking around. town is dressed as Santa. <laughs> Who's the f- goddamn... Killer, but let it? me ask you some questions. And what kind of town right. is this? And how do you get there? First of all, it's Cryer, Wisconsin. There, <laughs> By the way, it's Cryer, Wisconsin in uh, in on on Christmas Eve. I was led to believe that Wisconsin is snowed. There was no snow in this whole movie. By the way, oh that's which true. was bizarre. But let me ask you: Will the killer be caught? What's the killer's motivation? Why is Malcolm McDowell's character in this movie such a dick? Find out by watching Next Silent time. Night from 2012. What'd you guys think? Was he spot? Was Malcolm McDowell supposed to be kooky and? Well, I mean, he was kind of comedic. He was like a very narcissistic, arrogant kind of guy. It's like, like oh, that. The, the name's Carson. It's spelled with two S's. Oh, it's like oh, yeah. He, 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 I feel like he was more for comic relief a little yeah. bit than he was like you know. Yeah. Because he wasn't really a character that like tried to track anybody down. He was just kind of there being his dick. Yeah, what he, was that part where the deputy was like leaving and he was singing to to him for a second and then I can't yeah. remember what Malcolm no he said like, yeah whatever but the funny but thing is about funny. that yeah, that was my favorite scene too where he's like deck the halls with he's like yeah the fuck is like he's like yeah take the trash out too <laughs> and yeah. you know what the guy you know what the guy said as he's walking out he's like yeah. what is this garbage day garbage do you know day. what that is yeah. What is it? That's a fucking tra- flashback. That's a flashback to Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, where the guy said, Garbage day! Yeah. <laughs> and, oh. yeah so and there was a couple of them in the movie. Oh, no. The, okay, so I, I'll go over those. Uh, loose remake of the eight, 1984 Silent Night, Deadly Night. Very loose. In fact, the only similarities were that the killers dressed up as Santa suit, killing people who he thought was naughty. The antler kill... 
Remember when he got yeah, the mayor's yeah. daughter, put her up, but minus Linnea Quigley's titties. And she was a nice lady. I would have liked to seen. Uh, you I know, would have liked the, to see that as well. I mean, I'm sorry to say this, but I'd like to see those breasts bare and <laughs> and in the antler horns. Do you know what? Do you, I feel like the 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 the. Oh most, my God! No, Did you fart? No chaos. The dog is farting. He. I don't know what he ate, but he will never eat that again. Here's the thing: the biggest part. The don't biggest, ever let him eat it again. I hope he doesn't ever eat again. The biggest throwback to 1984's Silent Night, Deadly Night is when the creepy grandpa, you know, that guy with the long hair, walks in, and the grandpa comes out of a coma to say, Christmas Eve's the scariest night of the damn year, and all this stuff. Remember the creepy Santa from uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night? Absolutely. Here's the thing. about this fucking scene in that crazy yeah i also love that that was filmed here like in heber city and salt lake and stuff like that so. i i pass that uh police uh you know all the time i'll bet no it's the police heber city hasn't changed whatever, whatever it's called. by the way yeah i, I pass it and i go oh there's the fucking headquarters <laughs> okay so i'm just gonna give it to you guys i love this movie why it do i love it because it was so it meant so much and it was so deep no i loved it because of the atmosphere, there the the look and feel of it, it was always like it was kind of bright for a horror movie, but when they were there was like a lot of green and blue and red and all these lights. Every like most murders were like put in this like brightly lit, like a lot of different colors, and the kills were amazing. I feel like this is the definition of a popcorn movie. When he went in and the and it to to you know shoot out or, or kill the people in like the uh, the hotel they were shooting porn chick walks out she's running around with her boobies out for a long time yeah. and he puts her in a wood chipper you gotta put her in a wood chipper and i'm yeah. like you know what this Spoiler. is the epitome of every great movie this movie it just was fun it wasn't deep it wasn't nothing new it didn't add anything to the genre but it was just fun times that's all i'm saying what'd you guys think I would agree with that. It's uh, it's it wasn't not taking itself seriously. It knew it was a silly like horror movie. Absolutely. Um, that's kind of one of the the things that I actually did kind of like about it. And they kept the the kills violent, which was nice. Yeah, like um, very cool. I thought the um overall. I mean, I it, it kind of is one you kind of watch it and you kind of forget more or less. But, I mean, what are you going to keep from it? But it was fun while I watched it. It wasn't deep. There was yeah. nothing that, that's going to stick with you. There's no like, whoa moments. It's right. just like, hey, but it was fun. While funny, I funny, it. funny kill. Funny yeah. kill. Funny, funny kill. Stuff yeah. like that. And that's all it was. I also feel like the, uh, again, the way it was filmed, like the the lighting. I just loved it. I thought it was great. It was just, it was just fun. The the director's idea was okay. So Silent Night, Deadly Night. How can I? take some tropes from that and put it in my movie and I'll make this movie around the idea of, you know, whatever. And he did a pretty good job. I liked it. What was I, the original storyline? Um, well, it was basically the same thing except for this kid got messed up because, uh, his mother and they were driving home on a Christmas Eve and a guy like guts his mother after he rapes her and a guy dressed in a Santa suit kills the dad, rapes the mom. And so he goes to a Catholic uh, orphanage and like every time he sees somebody having sex, he wants to kill them. So basically naughty, they, you know, same thing. And that movie wasn't that deep either. But 
the grandpa, that scene yeah, where he grandpa. grabbed him and goes, hey, you better watch out, kid. Because yeah. Christmas Saturday. Eve is yeah. the that scariest the, night of the year. That was the, that was the thing that drove him into the orphanage to make him go, oh, my God. His grandpa waking up. Wait, he's, he's waking up. He's Santa Claus, you better watch out. <laughs> Naughty. Yeah. It was fine. It's just a fine movie. No, I mean, it's nothing you're going to like. It's not going to make you think about it after. It's not, you know, but how often do I just want to sit down yeah. and watch a movie? Yeah. I watched Critters and Critters 2 this week. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you something. I enjoyed the shit out of both of them. I was having a few drinks. I was hanging out with Jenny. And we were just, you know what? Look, yeah. It's a great time to be alive when we can watch these movies. And I feel like this is the same thing. Do, uh, what do you think about that director? Do you think he can do something where he's like, I'm going to do the next mama. I'm going to do the next, uh, I'm going to do the, 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 the next, uh, fantastic. I feel like, I feel like anybody has the potential to do it, but because I just have to do it. I I do feel like with this, you're like, dude, it's going to be fun to just do a movie Mm -hmm. where I just kind of gank like all the scenes and go, yeah, I'm going to make this movie. And no, the, like- the reason I will say maybe is because he did, like I said, he did the movie Automaton Transfusion on basically the smallest budget ever. And and this, what was this, 2006 or something like that. And I remember watching it, and it got a lot of critical acclaim from the indie, pardon me, the indie community because of what he did was so little. Now, I don't know. Does I, he got the goods? I don't know if he does or not, but... Th- that if was a much different Limp movie Biscuit than this behind one. Yeah, I, boy. I think if you have Limp Biscuit behind you, you can do anything. Yeah. Well, that's I, true. I was going to say. All right. Know. I take that yeah, back. Yeah, okay. But does he have the goods? Do you think this guy is going to be like someone? In my can- opinion, I feel like with the right script, I don't know. Because he made this movie beautiful. The kills with the Christmas lights, with the the, the saturated reds and greens and all that stuff. I really like the look of this movie. But the thing is, is obviously this script was meant for exactly what the movie turned out to be. Right. I don't know how he will handle something deeper. Like, I don't know if he could have made a hereditary or if he could have made something like a well, Mandy yeah, or something like that. No, but, on, but what I'm saying is I don't know. Yeah. But was- the thing is, the I feel like the hardest part of making, and I don't, I don't know, I'm not a movie maker, but the thing is, I feel like the way the film looks means a lot to me. Yeah. The story. Yeah, he did it. The, he, this was great, but this story was like so thin. I don't, yeah. I don't know what he would do with a deeper thing, but it would look good. I feel like, you know, yep. it would look good. I don't know. I was going to say, I, I couldn't believe when they, they killed the little girl. I was just like, <laughs> Whoa! Like bad, like the fourteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah didn't no. See that you knew coming. you were in for a shit show when that <laughs> yeah. happened. I was like, well, I guess I will. I'm not going to lie to you. This. Remember <laughs> that one? The question we asked a couple of weeks ago about who would you like? Who Who are you so happy that died? Oh yeah, we, if I would have. That girl that. in this movie was that that fourteen-year-old. Yeah. She was such a. Oh. Listen, I'm I don't say it. She was a fucking cunt. Ooh, that's rough. But I agree. I don't know, man. I. I, I give it. I give it a high rent. I'll give it a high buy. Actually, I love this high rent. I feel like this is one that I can turn on, turn the brain off, have some drinks, have some yeah. fun, have some friends Completely over, agree. whatever. And that's all it is. I love these movies. Listen, I love Friday the Thirteenth series. I feel like a lot of those movies are just that. Like I just edited. Just not as silly. 
Well, I just edited Friday the 13th Part 7, all the boobies out and stuff for my son, so we can, we're going to watch it tomorrow. God, your sons only want to see the tits. So I know. I leave all the horror a, in and the violence I in. see a I take set out, of fucking titties. No, listen, he can, but not on my watch. How's that? How's that? Not on my watch. But I'm taking over. We're going we're gonna to have a movie night tomorrow night. I'm going to show him these. It's going to be great. But that movie was, I mean, Friday thir- any of the Friday 13th, the, the, the story's not that deep. Yeah, you know, yeah. After no, the not at all. Not after at the all. first one, but they're fun to watch, and they're yeah. some of my favorite. And this movie fits right in with that kind of uh, of, of movie. Yeah. You know, Jason though has the like atmosphere and the music. Agreed. And... Just like just like this movie did. I love the look of it. I love. I, it's just a fun one. Anyway, I'd like to see what this guy can do with like a hey, yeah. I, this was let's... six years ago. This yeah. movie. I don't know. I don't know if he's done anything since or whatever. Maybe we should. I, maybe I should have been better at research, but. I didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> right? Well, I mean... First time. <laughs> I think we would have known what he's done if something popped out that since 2012 that he's done where it was like, hey, I'm not going to lie to you. I remember when Automaton Transfusion came out, people had a lot of high hopes for him, and I didn't notice anything of note between 2006 and 2012 when this came out. I don't know. Maybe 2018. Maybe every six years, maybe, maybe he comes just, out with a movie. I don't know. Maybe he's just Stanley Kubrick. Where he's like, well, I'm we need to say sit. Nah. Gonna make a I'm going to say nah. Odyssey. We need to sit and. <laughs> Maybe we're going to make some of the greatest movies of all time. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There you don't go. Call him out. I love this movie. I thought it was great. It's nothing. It was that's fun. G- it's nothing. Yeah, it was fun. It's nothing that's going to stick with you. It's just a fun two hour, hour and a half, or whatever it is. It's fun to watch. I enjoyed it. I give it a high buy. You guys give it a high rent. Yep. There you go. Okay. That's it for the show. It's still super early, so yeah, I'm still pretty pumped about that. However, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go over the question of the episode, and then we're going to go, and I'm going to have a couple more drinks. Uh, ju- just some, Julia, uh, just Julia, just so you know, we didn't have to call the uh, poison control tonight, because I'm still doing great. Mm-hmm. Question of the episode. What is your favorite Christmas-themed horror movie or horror movie that you like to watch during the Christmas season and Why? Call it in on the bone phone, 385-351-9273, 385-351-9273. You guys got anything else? I'm wiped. My hard drive is wiped. All right. Ricky's just looking into the, into the distance. So I will <laughs> no, just say. Don't look at me. I don't know what to well, I'm say. Ta- <laughs> I, well, I'm talking like a nerd lingo that you guys should be going, my hard drive's wiped. Yeah, I heard you it. Nerd. Wouldn't you go, oh, I delete that. You nerd. Give I'd, you two. I'd, Put that into my my ROM space. So for the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. (laughs) Goodbye.